Welcome to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and we are talking about one of my most recent trips. And if you know me, then you should know. But I also talked about it in like other episodes too and whatever. But my desire to go to this particular city. <sighs> Drumroll, please. Okay, um, let me stop fucking around. <laughs> I went to DC. <laughs> Washington DC, the country's capital. Finally. Oh my god. Y'all have no idea how long it has been. How long it has been for just the fact that I've always wanted to go to Washington DC. Uh, if you guys know me very well, if y'all follow me on social media, if y'all have listened to past episodes of news radio, then you would know that I am a big ass, just a political nerd, just a junkie for politics. So the fact that I was able to be in the epicenter of American politics, baby, let me tell you, I was just having a fanboy moment and I got exactly what I needed. I mean, obviously, I could, you know, get more if, you know, I go back and do like the tours and stuff like inside the buildings and everything like that. But, you know, anyways, I got to go to Washington, D.C., you know, Chocolate City, right? You know, some, some. <laughs> I remember my good friend Tisha, who I've talked about many times on this show, she's originally from D.C., and, you know, she's in her early 40s, but, you know, she grew up during time when it was called Chocolate City. But she was telling me for like the last few years, because, again, I've been very vocal about how I've always wanted to visit Washington, D.C. That is not any longer. It's, it's not Chocolate City anymore. It's more like Mocha Frappuccino City or something like that. So, look. I got to see that for myself, no shame, but I mean, it's a very diverse setting and stuff, which was very interesting and very, like, rich in culture and just, I soaked it up. I loved it. You know, I had originally planned on going sometime this summer, didn't really have, like, a set date or whatever, but me and my girl Jojo, we were having wine, or I think I was having wine. I think she was drunk too, but either way, we were not sober. Late at night, on the phone, running our mouths for like four hours, and we were just booking flights. We were just booking flights, and I just happened to land on this particular date because it was just like randomly on Google Flights and stuff, and I just put in DC for that particular city and everything like that and just so happened to be that it was labor day weekend which i did not know because i'm not really good with dates and holidays and stuff and if i'm correct labor day weekend changes different dates all the time so i was originally supposed to be in atlanta you know so it's just like hey guess we're gonna be in dc so it was cute um such a great experience 
And it was great. It was just the fact that I got to finally be in this historic city during this moment and for a holiday weekend. And let's not forget to mention, it was like a big holiday weekend for the Black gays. Uh, Labor Day weekend is like one of those weekends where people either gather in uh, fucking Atlanta or D.C. You know, I finally got to go to Atlanta for what was that Memorial Day? So this time around, I again originally planned to go to Atlanta for Labor Day, but I just got the dates mixed up and everything. And that's fine because things uh, definitely, you know, it, it worked out for the best. It definitely worked out for the best nonetheless. And just as far as just like the culture, like, I mean, the music that is for, I guess, the the predominantly like the black people of the DMV area. Like I got to hear like the differences of like the instruments that they use, the live music shows, just like how rich that culture is, but also just to be a nerd. I mean, for again, wanting to go to like all these monuments and see the white house and everything like that. Like, I mean, it was great. So just a little bit about it. Like, you know, I had been uh, talking to a guy um, that, you know, we had been talking a little bit for the last few months and whatnot or whatever, got to really connect a few weeks ago and really just been connecting since and getting to know each other since then. So he happened to be not too far away from D.C. And I basically was like, look, you know, here it is. Um, We obviously had like a bond uh there and everything like that like let's try to capitalize on as much as possible you know and of course you know the universe you know it likes to play with me and whatnot and it likes to put people in front of me that do not live in my city because i think it just likes to fuck with me for character development like i've said plenty of times but there's neither here nor there He doesn't live here. He does not live in L.A., (laughs) let alone California. So the fact that he was close enough, I was just like, look, you know, I'm going to be in D.C. in a few weeks. Don't know exactly what you got planned, what you got going on and stuff like that. Not trying to assume anything, whatever like that, you know, right. Uh, But because I'll be not too far away from where you are here, the Amtrak's are pretty cheap. Hey, like, let's see each other. Like, let's take this opportunity to hang out and actually spend time together. And it was so much anticipation that was um, there because, again, we had been really just, again, capitalizing off of the weekend that we had shared together a few weeks ago. But also the fact that we had been getting to know each other a little bit better and getting closer for like the last few weeks following. So the fact that, you know, just that anticipation of wanting to see each other and wanting to be uh, intimate, you know, he was very much like a very intimate person, very affectionate. And he for the most part, really excited me in that way because it's not often where I'm able to get comfortable enough to open up, let alone to be that physical and affectionate with somebody, especially off rip. I mean, you just never know, right? Because everybody's a little different. But the fact that we had shared that moment a few weeks ago, that was something that I definitely wanted to pick up on. And I mean, no shade, like I, yeah, 
I needed to get some stress off of me, right? Like, again, anticipation, all of that. But it was just like, um, we got to see each other the first night, obviously. Got to come by and stuff. And then the fact that, you know, um, just seeing him, like, you know, he was smiling, I was smiling. And it was just like, just a blush central. I mean, literally. And just like the kiss, like I had been wanting to do that for weeks now because I don't get to kiss like that. And, you know, I was looking forward to do that with him. And then just like that, I guess like that heat, you know, that you have for a particular person. Like, I mean, that's what I was looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, that is what I was looking forward to. I had been, you know, holding out, you know, holding out until I saw him and stuff because he was the last person I had been like that with, you know, if you know what I mean. But I wanted to get that out, like, because it was just like, all right, I don't have to. First off, like, y'all know, like, I don't need to have sex like i love masturbating way too fucking much so the fact that i could go two weeks or whatever without that like that wasn't a thing at all like especially since we had that again that anticipation building up and like all that you know energy and everything like that like that was just like i wanted to really just like let that out right you know just on him because he was like the last person so it's like okay well you know we need to definitely do that because uh, daddy needs to clean his pipes. Just saying. Not saying, but just saying. But saying enough, right? You know? And it was just that first embrace of seeing each other, which was very special and everything. And again, like just the cute smiles and everything. And the fact that we had to, we kissed outside. It got a little too hot. The Uber was called. I had to see like, you know, what? look, seven minutes. Let's go back up to my room. Like get on the bed, throw them on the bed. Let's kiss. Like we having a, I mean, swallowing each other's face. <laughs> it was again all of that pent up energy for the last few weeks that was just there so it had to come out uh, somehow whatever but we got to collect ourselves and everything go to some friends uh place like in there uh i guess what was it like in maryland a little kickback and stuff very laid back very chill and you know i got to see exactly like you know hey like this is kind of what it feels like when you have somebody that you are connected to, there's a mutual understanding and um, hopefully, you know, mutual feelings. Right. So the fact that you are able to go out and socialize amongst your company like that was the best feeling for me, at least. And again, hopefully, you know, he felt the same way. You know, that's the that's the most that we can always hope for is that the feelings mutual at the beginning and the end of the day. Right. So it was just nice and comforting. Like we had a great time, you know, got to see people that, you know, I had never seen before, got to see some familiar faces and whatnot. And that was like the best part of it, because honestly, this D.C. trip was supposed to be like a solo trip. You know, I planned on going at some point in time. Again, didn't know exactly when, but did this trip or whatever. Just so happened that old boy happened to be um, not too far away and everything. And we had like our whole thing the last few weeks ago and all that stuff or whatever. And it just felt like the best time to spend more time together, 
again, to take over um, that opportunity and everything and really just, again, make it good, you know, see what's there. Right. And of course, it was some friends uh, that was gone because, again, again, Labor Day, Black gays, they're going to be in D.C. regardless. And that was fine. You know, that was totally fine and stuff. And one thing I had let him know beforehand was that since we would technically be amongst shared individuals that we know and all that, like, you know, not to be afraid to show any type of affection or whatever, if you happen to beat me to it, um, because I wasn't going to be weird about it, because the truth of the matter is, you know, and I told him this straight up, like, I I'm not worried about anybody trying to bust me in the head with a bottle because I'm not promised to anyone. I'm not talking to anybody else. Like, you know, you're the only person I have my attention. And that's that. Like you like you're the only one I'm checking for. Right. So I don't have to worry about if anyone did try to be messy or whatever, did try to gossip or whatever, because they can say whatever they want. You know, if that's the case, hopefully that's not. But if it was, then that's totally fine because nobody can say that Kenny is connected to anyone else. Um, so there's that. And hopefully you're not either. You know, he said that he wasn't. And let's just hope that, you know, that's the truth. Because, again, <laughs> we have been told many things and many things have come to turn out to be lies and stuff like that or just not truths, But. It's just like we hope for the best. Right. So because I mean, look, we don't know what people are doing behind closed doors when they're not with us and stuff. And people can say a lot of things and um, tell us things that we would like to hear and that they think that we want to hear. So it's just like there's that like just me putting out there being 100 percent transparent as possible, because like I told him, I'm like, you know, for me, I'm a mirror like I return the energy that's given out. So 10 times out of 10, if you happen to feel some type of way that alcohol is flowing and stuff like that, and you happen to lose some type of composure or whatever that you feel that you needed to keep like and hug me or be physical with me. It's okay because I'm going to return that favor because, again, you're the one I have my eyes on. So there's that. And it was good. Like, it was just the energy behind that was just awesome. You know, Uh, again, just having that uh, friendly face there, you know, and the comfort of, again, not feeling as if you are in this rat race of courtship and the wildlife, you know, what I call the watering hole, you know, when you're out and say, for example, you're out having a good time with friends or let's take it this. Like, what about that? If you're out or about to go out and you have the intentions to meet somebody, you have the intentions to fuck somebody and stuff at the end of the night. For my personal experience, especially being here in L.A. and whatnot, you'll have about 17 people staring at you all night, not saying a damn word, but would probably wait for you to either make the first move or find you and hunt you down on social media to then try to say something about liking all your pictures and all that shit. Right. We know that shit. That has been something that I have been against since forever, but also just something I just can't respect. It's just a lack of, it's a lack of mm, 
big dick energy. I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 some bitch made shit. Like I hate that shit. Like I hate the passive aggressiveness of it all. Like so, I've been anti streets for a long time, but so anti streets at this age that I am almost 32 all that stuff great got it so i just i've been just wanting to have like that feeling where i could be with somebody who is special to me you know my companion who is my partner you know we get each other's stuff like we can go out and have a good time with share company have drinks whatever else fill each other out you know be up there, you know, drinks kicking in, wine, tequila, whatever the fuck we're drinking at night. And we start touching on each other. Things start getting a little hot and heavy. Then it's like, hey, babe, like it's time to call the Uber because dicks are hard. Uh, we got to go. You know, like I want that. And then we can just get back and get back to the apartment, slut each other out all fucking night, then fucking eat leftovers from earlier that day and watch TV and go to sleep. That's where I'm at now. Like, that's honestly what, again, that's what I've been wanting for years. But so much now, you know, like I, oh my God, right? Like, do y'all want that? Let me know. Am I the only one out here? Don't leave me hanging, y'all. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, it was just, even though it was for a few nights, like to have that energy there, like it was very comforting. I will say that. So It was unfortunate, you know, we had to cut our time short because he had some obligations um, outside the city and everything. And it was hard to say goodbye. You know, honestly, it was because, again, we had spent the entire weekend together and Saturday, like we were in the bed all night doing what you think we were doing. Of course, (laughs) all fucking day, got to the day party super late. Friends are like, where you been at? I'm like, I was asleep. I was asleep. That's what I was doing. Which we were. We were asleep sometimes, but you know, like that's what I was looking forward to, right? Going into this trip because why not? And the time was cut short. You know, it was it was sad, it was unfortunate stuff. And I did have a moment where I thought to myself while I was like watching him, you know, walk into the Uber and I was like, What the fuck am I doing? Like, you know, what am I doing? Here it is again, someone who is not in L.A., but here it is. You have connected with them for some reason. Um, They seem like a nice guy. They seem like a sweet person and stuff like that or whatever. But it's just like, here we go again. You know, what are we doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I know what I'm feeling. I know that. And I know that we did have a conversation where it was just like, look, if there is a time and this is if we're still romantically linked and everything like that, if the energy is still where it's at now, if there's ever a time that is realistic and we're able to actually see each other because it just makes sense, then let's make that happen. You know, let's take advantage of that opportunity. Why not? Like, you know, why not? And saying goodbye is always hard. You know, I definitely 
you know, y'all know I have no problem being vulnerable and, and transparent. I wear my heart on my sleeves. Like, why try to sugarcoat shit? I did shit like three thug tears. I did because I was just like, what am I doing? Here we are, square one. What the fuck? You know, and it is what it is. Like, I've been there before. Like, y'all know that I was first introduced to long distance dating um, through Dre, who was a flight attendant. And he was very good about flying out here. You know, he was over in New York and everything. He was very good about, you know, any layovers that he had that was in L.A. Rather, they were 12 or 15 hours coming out here. You know, he would tell me his schedule and stuff and I would be like, uh, yes, come. <laughs> I would like to see you um, very much. <laughs> Thank you. And, you know, he would leave and go to work and stuff in the middle of the night or like super early in the morning and stuff. And that was fine. But y'all know, like, with uh, the fact that he had past relationship traumas, which, again, I've talked about that in past episodes of Nude Radio, that he would feel that if he had time, like, off, like, I'm talking about, like, two, three days off, he would come because, again, I would tell him, like, look, I want to see you whenever I can see you. I want to see you. So come, you know. Fuck all that alone time. I've had my alone time. Don't worry about that. I want to see you. I want to be in your presence. And he had his traumas that would just eat at him. Like his anxiety would just be so high. And it used to just like shock me because I'm like, dude, how is it that I have you laying on my chest? Your your thumbs are twiddling with my chest here. You know, I'm planting your hair. And our legs are intertwined. Like, how is it that you can feel that I don't want you here in this moment? Like, we're having a great time right now, just chilling out, watching TV or whatever. And the moment that I have you the closest, you are starting to feel that I want you to be the furthest. You know, like, if we could be even closer, we would have to absorb each other at that point. Like, how is it that in this pretty little head of yours, you are second guessing that I don't want you here with me? Like that this moment now is like, oh, shit, let me fucking leave before he kicks me out, you know. But that was his defense mechanism. Uh, and he had and he spoke about this, that he knew that it was wrong. He knew that he was sabotaging things or whatever, but he felt that he had power in having the option to leave versus me kicking him out and having to relive that trauma, even to his detriment, where he would then fly back out to the East Coast and then regret and say, like, oh, I wish I was there or whatever. And I'm like, well, you still could have been here, but here we are again. You left again. You know, how many times can I try to remind a grown man that I want him to be here and to stay and everything like that? Like, it's that got old, you know, and then. Here it is. Alvi came by right afterwards. And again, another flight attendant right there by New York and everything. The complete opposite of Dre. I mean, he was never afraid to be vocal. He was never afraid to voice his opinion or to ask certain questions when it came to us spending more time together and everything, which was like a blessing in disguise because he got to actually show me exactly what it looks like when somebody who is not afraid, who is able to voice their affection and their feelings and to be transparent and vulnerable. You know, he was the one that got me into 
FaceTiming and stuff. Like we used to FaceTime and 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 converse literally every day, you know, uh, every single day for months and months and months and months and months. Like he was the complete opposite of Dre. So it was interesting how that worked. And like when he would spend time, like I just remember he would come and he would spend days with me and stuff. And like, it was amazing because again, I got to have that person that I was caring about somebody who came out of literally thin air when I was in the middle of healing from someone in a similar lifestyle and everything. Like it was just crazy how the universe just threw him right on in there. And, um, I was able to recognize the science and stuff and see it for what it was. And, uh, you know, like I, I think I've said before, like he and I, like we engaged in brief conversation every now and again or whatever. Uh, hopefully he's doing well, you know, it's no, it's no love loss. It's all good over here, you know? Right. But, you know, bless him for that. I was always grateful for that. And uh, I just remember having like that sadness of that person leaving and stuff. So the fact that I was feeling that emotion again um, for the second time, this this time now with this particular person, it was just like, oh, here we go. But then at the same time, I had to just reassure myself, like, look, you've been here before. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You know, it's all good in the hood. You'll be good, all that stuff or whatever. And I just was like, I want to spend some more time with them. You know, I didn't know that this was going to be a holiday weekend and stuff. And if I did, I would have originally set my uh, departure dates on a different day, like on Tuesday or whatever. But I didn't because I didn't know. And I tried to change it. And they were trying to charge me like an arm and a leg. It was fucking nuts. And I was like, fuck, you know, like. God damn it. And I took some time to think about it. I was like, let me get up, let me get out and let me walk the streets and stuff and finally get to see like the White House and everything. And I got to do that. And upon walking, taking plenty of pictures of the White House, plenty of pictures of the Washington Monument. I mean, the Lincoln uh, Memorial. I took an Uber over to, you know, the Supreme Court and the Capitol. I mean, I got to walk around and really just, again, be amongst individuals who were lovers of history and politics, who had like that energy I was looking for to be around. And then also just to be on the grounds of these historic places. It was great. So I had some time just to kind of go within myself and think like, well, you know, I hadn't had time to like get uh my Maryland blue crab that I wanted to get these crab cakes like all the stuff that makes DC rich in culture like I didn't get to do all these things and stuff and like maybe I should stay and I just remember getting to where I was going and I was like all right hmm let's see how can I do this Okay, well, let me go to brunch first. Let's 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 do the whole Sunday fun day in D.C., you know, whole brunch thing first, because it's infamous from what I've heard before. D.C. is very infamous in, in their brunch and Sunday fun day. So let's let's do this first. Let me eat like a fucking hog, you know, get some food in my stomach. I went back to the hotel, took a nap and then tried calling the airlines again. At that point, they had like quadrupled the damn flight change price. And I was kicking myself because like, fuck, like, here it is. I 
could have got it when it was a little cheaper earlier, waited too long, and now it's like almost six hundred fucking dollars to stay an extra day. Like what the fuck, y'all? So at that point, I kind of kicked myself again because I was like, shit, you know. But then I'm like, do do I want to say goodbye twice? Do I want to have like this feeling again twice? You know, um, but then I had thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? Look at the signs, pay attention to the signs and don't argue with the universe and trust the process, because here it is. Y'all had this whole vacation planned and everything. He had uh, an obligation to help out some family and stuff in another city in the middle of that weekend. Um, And then, of course, you tried to change a ticket, ticket. Could have changed it. Didn't feel comfortable with it at first. Now you thought about it. Now you want to change the ticket. The ticket is like super crazy and it's no way to really, it's no way to like really put that together as being like a good idea with paying that much for an extra day. Like, no. So maybe this was the time that you guys needed to have and don't argue with it. Again, don't argue with the universe. Trust the process and look at the signs. Point blank, period. And I had to sit there and accept that because guess what? Funny thing is, he was originally supposed to have got back to D.C. like Monday morning. That's what he was thinking. He didn't get back until Tuesday, almost afternoon. I would have been gone already. So that would have been a whole Monday that, of course, I still would have fun, still would have got to get the food that I wanted to do, catch up with some more friends and stuff. But at the end of the day, like I was going to stay for him and I would have been very much let down and disappointed. And it just would not have been cute for me. So that's why I was just like, ugh. Okay, see what see that's what I'm talking about. Trust the signs and the process and do not argue with the fucking universe, baby, because that is what it is. But it's just like it was great to again have that, you know, while it lasted and stuff, and it just was comforting at the end of the day. And I just, you know, as far as future expectations. I just want to be as realistic as possible, you know, like with us, you know, we're supposed to have a talk or whatever. And I don't know exactly what he has going on. I don't know exactly what's on his mind, but that's going to be something that needs to be communicated. But, you know, for the time being, it's just like, I just want to reiterate, like if we're still again, romantically linked, then any time that you are able to be in shared space with me and vice versa, then guess what? We're going to take advantage of that. And I don't want to be the only one always, you know, making that jump or making that flight or whatever, you know. Um, But who knows what will happen? You know, I definitely want to build on that. and see exactly what's going on. You know, for me, I just feel like in this situation, it's just like, look, like, let's be respectful of each other as much as possible. Let's be considerate of each other as much as possible, you know, um, and drag me all you want. If if this sounds, I guess, possessive or whatever, but it's just like in that consideration and just being respectful of each other and stuff like when we're in shared spaces, like let's 
not make a fool of each other. You know, let's not be out here showing out, you know, um, for the masses and, you know, like none of that, like, no, that's not cute. Like my friends, my enemies, your friends, your enemies are off limits. Um, you know, I don't play, I don't, I do not play that whole friend enemy shit. Like, yeah, we're still single and stuff like that or whatever, but in shared spaces, like, let's keep it cute, boo. Like, I mean, that's, it is what it is. I want you, you know, you have my attention. Hopefully that feeling's mutual and stuff. And hopefully anything that ever comes up is communicated beforehand, before any mistakes are made, of course. Um, <laughs> and that we remain, um, respectful and with that respect which is gained that you know loyalty is is gained as well you know loyalty is to access and that's something that we want and also just being realistic and honest with each other you know so that's my hopes for it and who's no who say what the fuck's gonna happen um i'm very curious i don't know like i say i'm trying to take things one day at a time and stuff. And it's just like, I try not to put all my eggs in one basket because I know that's never a good thing or whatever, you know, especially in dating, but by default, because I don't tend to have people at romantic interest level like that by default, they just happen to be in one basket. So you know, try not to hyper-focus on that particular person stuff, but it's just like, look, like, I'm committed to trying to get to know you a little bit more and stuff, and again, hopefully the feeling's mutual, like, that's the, that's my hope, you know, I just, I just hope that there's never any type of betrayal and, um, you know, any type of uh, deceit there or any type of lies or unnecessary lies there like that's my big thing because like i say we're not in the same city we're not in the same state and even if we were we aren't aware of like what each other's doing 24 7 like i mean come on now we all have our own lives and whatnot so just being realistic with that but also just setting that boundary and those standards and stuff and like what my hard yeses and no's are where I wasn't able to do that at the time where, you know, I had the episode, we could have been, y'all know the whole situation, how that went down. I remember I didn't know exactly if I was having residual trust issues or if it was my gut. But um, in this situation, I'm just going with my gut feeling, you know, and I'm really just, again, trying to trust the process as much as possible not trying to rush anything, but also trying to set it a certain standard for sure, you know, and my big thing is don't introduce me to anything you can't be consistent on because I'm not going to do the same. I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you. You feel me? So again, let's just be respectful and considerate of each other as much as possible. And don't, don't do me dirty. Like, don't do me dirty. Like you seem nice. Like, don't do me dirty because I'm not going to do that to you, you know, and that's what I want to be understood and put out there. And that's with anybody. You feel me? Like it, it just is what it is. So who knows what's going to happen? But that was like the cute little love story of DC and stuff, you know, and 
I just, we'll see. Y'all know I'll be keeping y'all in, in close contact and letting y'all know exactly what goes on because why not? I put myself out there to hang all the time for thousands of people to listen to. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, look, this is the second season of Nude Radio. Y'all know this season has been very much a emotional and vulnerable roller coaster of self-discovery, some letdowns, disappointments, some achievements and stuff, some realizations and everything like that, right? You know, some philosophical, you know, journeys and everything. Like, that's what we all like, right? But here it is. The Here I am. Out here. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Like... Like I say, I just, I have high hopes, um, you know, and I just hope that I don't have to second guess anything. I really hope that I don't have to second guess anything because you know what? I did put out a prayer and I want y'all to, I want y'all to, to tap into this, right? You know, I had to tweet it. You had to tweet. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, shame on you. I'll drop the tweet, but follow me on Twitter and follow me on Instagram too. Y'all know it's the same name at nude radio one on one. It hasn't changed, but I dropped a tweet, got on the Twitter, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And I said a prayer on Monday, I want to say. And basically what it said was, this was a prayer that I have put out there. Maybe about two years ago, I want to say. And basically, the prayer is this. All right, y'all, come close, tap in, right? Can you hear me? I prayed that God releases any type of person, platonic, familial, romantic, professional, whatever, to release any type of person that means me harm that uh, will not consider me, that would disrespect me, that would lie to me, and that would disappoint me. I, I prayed that God releases those people from my life to release that negative energy. Anybody who means you harm or anybody who means you you know, ill will and, and, and bad intentions and stuff like anybody who would betray you, anybody who would lie to you, anybody that would harm you, who would disrespect you, not consider you right. Anybody who would do that to you, pray to the universe, pray to God, pray to whoever it is that you happen to pray to that they release those people and that energy from your life and to replace it, to replace those people with people who mean well, who can love you, who can uh, gain your trust, who can respect you, who can consider you, right? 
And we're talking about unconditional love, you know, to replace the negative people with the positive people that mean you will. And watch what happens. Watch how many people start to drop like flies. And I'll tell you this. It's been a few days since that prayer. And I'm noticing certain behavior changes. Look, y'all know I'm cognizant as fuck. I'm tapped the fuck in. I'm too tapped in to not realize when there is a change in the weather. So make that prayer, set that intention, and watch how many people that may have been close to you in some capacity. Watch how the behavior changes. Watch how some of those people start dropping to the wayside. Literally. Because, like I say, I've been noticing some things. I've been noticing a shift in conversation. I've been noticing a lack of. I've been noticing a lack of intent. Um, And does it suck? Yes. Yeah, it does. But... It just further reassures and and reaffirms you in your journey. You know, it lets you know, like, look, trust the process, boo. (laughs) Those people aren't supposed to be for you, but ask of the universe that you gain discernment. Ask of the universe that you gain understanding and a peace of mind and understanding that you get why these people had to go. And that your mind, body, and spirit is now calm without those particular energies. Like I say, it's unfortunate, but it's fortunate at the end of the day. Some of our favorite people start to drop off. Like I say, I've said mine. All I can do is hope for the best, but I've been noticing. Look, the ancestors... Baby, when I tell you my ancestors were quick and fast, I did that thing and it's like, look at it. So we'll see. Only time will tell. But I'm always paying attention. I always find out. I always see and I always notice. So there's that. And the fact that, you know, I got to be in a city that I have always wanted to be in. You know, I got to think clearly, you know, I got to be in D.C. What the fuck? Super cool, right? Really nice. You know, who's to say what's going to happen next, even with the dating thing? Like, I again, high hopes, but baby, only time will tell. I hope that he's. The person I hope he is, right? You know, that's just being perfectly honest. And I have to remain a good person as well, of course, because I mean, I am, but you know, give and take. It's all about balance. So remember that prayer. Remember that prayer and say it out loud with full intent. And like I say, just watch some of your favorite people start acting funny. Watch how things start to switch up and everything. The weather's going to start changing. 
The weather's going to start changing, baby. Look, pay attention. Trust the process. I love you for loving me. I love you for loving my show, Nude Radio. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to get in contact with me on my personal Instagram, that is at Kenny Heflin. Give me your opinion on what you thought about this episode. Let me know if I need to go back to D.C., which I do plan on going. But let me know, like, if there's some other little cute little spots that I may have missed that I need to, like, hit up next time I go. Right. And also, um, let me know what you think about the whole potential love topic and what that looks like, because why not? Anyways, thank you guys. Bye.